Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show. Hello. Welcome to the Viewmasters, episode 264. The man who has killed the Don Quixote. My name is Joe. My name is Eric. Hello, Eric. Hello, Joe. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you, sir? I'm doing okay as well. <laughs> That's good to hear. <laughs> we, uh, we were beset with technical difficulties. Uh, yeah, we were. Before we, before we uh, started recording. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll just go ahead and be open and say that uh, we did not record last week because I was having difficulties as well with the technical side of things. Right. Uh, so so we're a week late, and we're still having problems today. Yeah, but but uh, I was going to say, you know, if there is an episode, uh, a movie that we were going to talk about ah. uh, and be beset with technical issues that keep us from recording the episode... <laughs> Uh, this movie is the one to pick. <laughs> I should have let you finish your thoughts. <laughs> no, it's it's quite all right. I actually I didn't uh, I don't know that I knew or no I guess I did know that that you were having technical issues last week. But you had already watched the movie at that point, right? Yes, I had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I will just go ahead and say that uh, uh, I totally forgot everything about it uh <laughs> i i had to watch it again last night uh just to have some vague idea of of what the hell i would talk about sure uh and uh just my my flat out you know uh, capsule review is this movie is a chore <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh I was frustrated for a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. On 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 Adam Driver's behalf. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We've uh, been very public about our our love and support for for Adam Driver movies uh and Adam Driver as an actor. Um I think this may be the worst acting I've seen from him. Okay. <laughs> It, it, a large part of it is the character too. Yeah, uh, it, it is a thankless role. <laughs> uh, but but also just uh, I don't know if his heart isn't in it or if he is just trying too hard. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. I mean, he is sort of the the I guess straight man to uh, to Don Quixote. Yes. Played by Jonathan uh, and, Price. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, there's, there is a level of uh, exasperation that I think comes with that. Um, and, and, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I just, maybe I like a more, more understated performance from, from Adam Driver than, than bigger, bigger I, things like that. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I, I would say the same thing, but he plays pretty big as Kylo Ren. That's true. That's true. And, and Damn. he is, you know, 
arguably one of the best parts of the three Star Wars films he's in. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. But, oh, I don't know. Something about this movie. It was... I don't like this movie, Joe. <laughs> and having to sit through it twice now. <laughs> I'm yeah, I I I am sorry that you watched this twice. It's it's okay. <laughs> uh, last week was my fault. <laughs> uh, but again, you know, as I as we got closer to to actually recording today, I just realized that I didn't remember a fucking thing about it other than i disliked it <laughs> and and even now you know just a little over 24 hours after having watched it again i still don't remember much about it <laughs> i feel like there's there is a like the the shadow of an interesting movie yes in this movie i agree uh, so, so it is, uh, I, I don't think we can talk about this movie without talking about the history of this movie. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, and, and, uh, even, even the film itself acknowledges it a little bit, like at the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, but Terry Gilliam, the director and, and co-writer of this movie has been trying to make this for almost 30 years. Yeah. Uh, he, he initially got, uh, interested in making a straight, I believe, just straight adaptation of Don Quixote, uh, back in like 1989. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, uh, at one point had a couple people attached, but then he wound up dropping out of it. And I believe it was just still going to go ahead without him, uh, with, uh, John Cleese and Robin Williams attached at one point. Okay. Uh... And then uh, throughout the 90s, he kept coming back to it and working on it and eventually got to the point where he was going to film it. Uh, and uh, he had changed the script. It was no longer just a straight adaptation. It became a time travel movie uh, with uh, Johnny Depp as an ad executive who somehow winds up uh, transported through time into you know the time of Don Quixote. Right. Uh and and they actually began filming this movie. Uh and I believe production lasted about a week. And then they shut it down completely. Right. <laughs> uh and sometime before this, I forget for what movie, uh Terry Gilliam had decided that he would always have a separate film crew around to document him making his movies just in case something happened. Uh, and so there was a documentary crew filming him uh, making this movie. Uh, and they put out an actual movie about his one week of filming and, and the lead up to the production and all that called uh, Lost in La Mancha, which is pretty great. Yeah, I know I've seen that. It's been a long time, sure. but I know I, I have watched that and I remember really enjoying it. Um, I know when I watched it, 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 it made me feel really bad for Terry Gilliam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cause, cause it also kind of documents just how many of his other movies have all just had, you know, false starts or 
struggles or or fighting with the studios to get you know the movie that he wants to make out uh and this just felt like a really big blow for him right um and then now flash forward you know i think 18 years later uh Mm -hmm. he had still keep kept trying to make it uh and uh at certain points had they had different uh, actors attached uh i think ewan mcgregor at one point was going to be in it uh and john hurt uh was was initially cast as don quixote as one point mm-hmm. uh but he wound up uh, passing away uh which uh you know at the end they they give a dedication to him uh, in this movie uh, yeah, to him, to him, and to the uh, the other actor who had been cast as Don Quixote for the Johnny Depp version. Yeah, uh, Jean uh, Rockefort, I believe, is his name. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, I thought that was nice. That yeah, was dedicated that to both of them. Probably the best part of this movie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he kept trying, and then eventually, like I think, 2017, he finally got the grounding to do it, and he made it. Maybe he shouldn't have. Can you? Yeah. So having watched it now, can you imagine for thirty years <laughs> trying to make a movie, and this is what you end up with? It's it, it, it's not it's not as bad as the room, but it's as if Tommy Wiseau tried for thirty years to make the room. <laughs> no, it, it definitely has, you know, a skill behind it. Uh, you know, like like uh, you know, to, to talk about the good aspects of the movie, uh, it's beautiful. I was gonna say it looks great. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I think part of that is, you know, them filming on location in Spain, you know, just using the, the landscapes and the architecture and, and just the feeling of that country to, to help build the mood of this country, uh, the, this movie, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, 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 everything in this movie is done by professionals. <laughs> uh, but I mean, like, I have to wonder, you know, in order to finally get this made, you know, 30 years later, you know, how many, you know, concessions did he have to make to get to this point? You know, what, you know, what changed not only in just the script, but in, in himself? Because, <laughs> I mean, at a, at a certain point, you know, just just, you know. I'm not a Terry Gilliam, but I'm a slightly creative person. And if I've struggled to work on something for too long, like at a certain point, like it just becomes like, well, like much like watching this movie, a chore. Right. <laughs> and, you know, like the, there's still that thing, like in the back of your head, it's like, oh, I'm going to make this, I'm going to get it done. But also there's this thing where it's just like, I'm so tired. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I just want to be done with this. Right? So I can move on with my life. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, yeah, and also, 
you know, I have to wonder, you know, just my own viewing of this movie. Is it because there was also the buildup of being a Terry Gilliam fan for, you know, 20, 30 years and waiting for him to make this movie as well? That's true. Yeah, there, there's a lot of a lot of uh, anticipation and hype. Like this is this is his passion project for right. for thirty years. Like was was there even any way that it could possibly have lived up to it? I, you know, honestly, I don't think there is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know, if 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 this is indeed, you know, the fulfillment of his vision, uh. It's, um, yeah, just maybe he shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I you know I I I finished the movie, and like I I feel like I feel like the ending was kind of predictable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just sort of sat there, and I I wasn't sure like. Did I enjoy this? Did I, I? I don't think. I don't think I disliked it. Okay. I think I was just kind of like, like I said, I was, I was, I was frustrated on behalf of the character <laughs> that that he that he had to go through all of that. But he didn't. Uh, I know you're right. He didn't. There, there did come a point. There did come a point at which he he made the choice to to stick around. Yeah. Um. But like I, I also like it. There's, there's sort of for a little while anyway, sort of a dreamlike quality to the things that are happening, um, and and you know the the nature of what is actually happening is called into question, right? Um, as as he sort of loses his mind, um, and and I don't know. It just it it was it was frustrating. And like at the same time, kind of dull. It's very dull. It's it's also not a short movie. Yeah, it's it's two hours and fifteen minutes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and and I don't know. You know, I've never read uh, Don Quixote, so I have no idea. Like maybe the structure of the movie is, you know, similar to the structure of Don Quixote, and I just you know. Right. If I, if I was aware of of that, I would maybe have more of an appreciation for it. I don't. But but again, I don't know. That's total speculation on my part. I'm trying to. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to justify. Yeah, I've, the, I've the never dullness. read it either. Um, I have seen a stage performance uh, when I was you know ten or whatever. It was like a field trip from school of uh, Man of La Mancha. Uh, so you know, I was only in the vegas realm you know uh familiar with with the story sure uh, but but i mean part of it is that adam driver's character is not likable yeah uh he is uh a hollywood asshole he's not even a hollywood asshole he's a commercial director right <laughs> <laughs> they it starts out they are making a commercial for something phones yeah i guess <laughs> i don't know <laughs> uh apparently to 
big enough that they can film a phone commercial on location in Spain. <laughs> right. Well, I, I like the setup that he's like this sort of auteur who made a great student film that should have that should have like sort of written his his ticket or whatever to to whatever he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just sort of didn't. And now he's here making this commercial. Right. <laughs> like, I, I like that setup a lot. But but uh, everyone and, treats him like he is just the greatest. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. They, the, the, the mysterious boss that he works for played Stellar by Skateboard. Stellar Skateboards. <laughs> and, and whatever company... Uh, he is beholden to right um yeah like like he's he's there he's there their wonder boy for some reason making this this commercial <laughs> it's real weird it, it is and this movie entirely relies on complete and total coincidence uh such as you know the 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 gypsy that they run into at the restaurant just happens to have a dvd copy of his student film right about don quixote which he is making you know references to in this commercial that apparently he had forgotten that he had made right (laughs) yeah that's that's real strange yeah like he his character forgets or just doesn't know throughout the movie as it progresses his own story that he has already told once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it is real dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I want to say two things. First, uh, I believe that that gypsy may be a slur. Yes, it is. Oh, so, uh, but they refer to him as such throughout. I know, but that doesn't mean we have to use that word. Eh. R- Romani. <laughs> um, and yeah, I felt like there was going to be more to, like, it seems like when he asks where he got the movie and the guy is just sort of like coy about it. Like, I felt like there was going to be more to that. Right. And then, yeah, it just didn't go anywhere. But then that guy keeps um, showing up throughout. But, but then that guy keeps showing up. Yeah, so is he like a magical character? I don't know. In, in which case, is this movie real racist against Romani people? Well, well, this whole movie is just not great about anything. Right. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's racist and it's sexist. Uh, it's, 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 you know, not, not exactly what anyone would call woke. Right. And, and I do apologize for using the word gypsy. No, I know. I was, I was just noting it, <laughs> noting it for the listener. I didn't mean to call you out or anything. It's fine. You canceled me. I, I did. It. You're, you're canceled. You're done. <laughs> Cut his mic. All right. Anyway. So, uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, well, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I, the, the other thing I was going to say is that, you know, like, obviously, like I mentioned before, uh, Adam Driver's character, like, the ending basically is that he, over the course of the movie, he basically sort of loses his mind uh, and and uh, starts to starts to see, you know, the hallucinations that that the Don Quixote character who is actually the actor who played Don Quixote in his student film. Yes. Uh, that, that he is seeing as well. 
And so like, you know, th there is sort of an aspect of, you know, maybe, you know, there's mental illness in his past that we're unaware of. And that's why he doesn't remember things or, or I don't know. I, again, I'm trying to justify, <laughs> right. Justify things that I shouldn't have to try and justify. Yeah. I don't think they can be justified. I think everything is just there for convenience. Right. Uh, like, like, I mean, you say you've never read Don Quixote, but, but I am sure that you were familiar with the fact that, you know, he often would, you know, like the most famous thing about Don Quixote is that he would fight quote unquote giants and they'd just actually be windmills. Right. And so the scene like early on when, after he meets, you know, his Don Quixote, you know, when, when, all of a sudden he declares that there's a giant and he runs to attack it and uh adam driver's like that's just a windmill fuck you <laughs> <laughs> the opening scene of your commercial <laughs> features your commercial don quixote fighting a windmill because <laughs> that's the thing that's the thing everybody knows. Yes. <laughs> and he's just like, what? Windmill? What's happening? I don't know. <laughs> oh, this movie so at, made me so mad. At the end of the movie, when uh, when uh, Adam Driver, who now thinks he's Don Quixote, <laughs> fights the Giants, uh, and it's a windmill, spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, I really wanted it to be one of the wind turbines that they kept showing. <laughs> like, that felt like Chekhov's wind turbine. <laughs> and they just never, they never paid that off. No. Uh, th there's so much that they introduce and then just forget. Uh, and, and, or just suddenly, you know, change a character's motivation halfway through right uh it's just it's sloppy yeah angelica is all over the place oh yeah and the fact that he doesn't remember her even though he had just been looking for her when he finally does meet her yeah and she looks the same <laughs> making of the student film right um and and i think maybe i would have liked it more if it had you know sort of revealed that story along with or in place of uh whatever was happening right. in the present day um but yeah it just like we we see maybe two scenes of that right uh and then yeah like i i feel like i needed more of a basis for the original thing that he went through with these people right because you know he you know ultimately comes to the conclusion that his student film wound up ruining everybody's life right exactly <laughs> but we're only just told that <laughs> you know like like we're, we're never shown in this visual medium <laughs> <laughs> you know how exactly this happened we're all just you know 10 years later okay uh yeah i'm a sex worker now 
and I get beaten by my, you know, pimp, whatever he is. Yeah. The weird Russian cowboy guy <laughs> who has a giant, you know, 120 days of Sodom, you know, <laughs> castle in the middle of Spain. Right. <laughs> oh, those Ruskies. Uh, it's just, man, this movie is, it's it's all over the place. And, like, the only semi-consistent performance throughout is Jonathan Price. Yeah. Uh, who doesn't have a lot to do other than just, you know, 90% of the time act crazy, and then 10% of the time, you know, he has a lucid moment. Yeah. Uh, and then, spoiler, gets killed. Right, yeah. It turns out uh, the man who killed Don Quixote is Adam Driver. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I feel like we could have gotten to that point uh, a whole lot sooner in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Just solve that mystery. <laughs> I forgot it was even a mystery until he died. And then I was like, oh, right. That's the name of the movie. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah uh, I got bored a lot uh just it, it was just like I it's just a chore to watch yeah it's kind of a slog yeah uh and and like I said I'm uh I'd like to consider myself a, a really big Terry Gilliam fan uh but but again maybe it was just the anticipation of it that, yeah. that set my my foul mood upon it. I don't know, <laughs> but also you know if it was a good movie, then you know I'd be here saying that I loved this movie. You know, absolutely, yeah. Uh, and there like like certain moments like uh when Adam Driver goes back to the uh, the village. And goes into the bar to talk to Angelica's father, and they're speaking Spanish to each other. And the subtitles—I think it's the first time in the movie subtitles come up. Yes. Uh, and then he like pushes them aside, like 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 a weird breaking of the fourth wall kind of moment. Yeah. Uh, but it's just that one moment. It's the only time it happens. Yeah, I, I feel like there are maybe a couple other times where characters look directly at the camera mm -hmm. like the the romani character uh i think like after like or, or during the title like when the titles are going and when the title of the movie comes up like at the end of that scene because because the the adam driver and a couple other characters are like walking off in the distance mm -hmm. and he's sort of in the foreground i i swear he looks at the camera <laughs> at that point and maybe one other time does he do that? I don't know. It's, it was real weird. I don't know if they were doing that or if they just fucked up and that was just what they went with. Right. Yeah. And, and, I don't know, man. Yeah. And, and part of this movie feels like there, there could be, you know, some sort of, you know, metaphor for, you know, I mean, clearly it's a passion project. Uh, but, but part of it feels like this is a metaphor for just, you know, this is how filmmaking works. Yeah. Uh, you know, just getting lost in, in, you know, the fantasy. I don't, I don't know. Lost in La Mancha? Uh, <laughs> uh but, but, you know, just, uh, 
it's it's a thing that I've had a problem with in other movies. I, I don't like self-referential Hollywood movies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've picked quite a few of those for, I... for the podcast. But but not nearly as bad as this. Uh, uh, you you've picked movies about Hollywood, but I don't think you've. I guess one about filmmaking. The uh, the da uh, ah, crap Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, I guess maybe whatever happened to Baby Jane a little bit, but not much. Sort of Trumbo. Yeah, Trumbo, Trumbo for sure. Yeah, it's a it's a pattern. Yeah, uh, but but it's also not. Uh, like the movie I keep thinking of is, uh, have you ever seen uh, CQ uh, with no. uh, Jeremy Davies? Uh, no, I've never heard of that. It, it's like a French American movie. Jason and I watched it for Gutter Trash once, uh, but he's like a it takes place in the '60s. He's like, I think he's a director who's making a kind of sci-fi like Barbarella meets James Bond type movie and but like the whole thing is just like this metaphor for like you know the broken genius of a creative uh, director uh, <laughs> yeah gotcha it, and that's what I feel felt like throughout this movie as well alright <laughs> just, just oh, it, boy. it felt like you know 30 years of Terry Gilliam's frustrations with, you know, being a genius that nobody gets. <laughs> and finally getting to make the thing that he always wanted. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And that, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's a what's a better Terry Gilliam movie that you would recommend? Well, I would say uh, the, the two things that I thought about throughout this movie is that this is just sort of a knockoff version of The Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Okay. Uh, it also has a lot of The Fisher King in it as well. Okay. Which, I've never seen either of those. Both of them far superior. All right. Good to know. Uh, Baron Munchausen is is definitely more... Uh, eh, f- I, I don't want to say family friendly, but, but it is definitely more general audience friendly. Okay. Uh, whereas Fisher King gets real fucking dark. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, but but both have elements that are in this movie as well. Interesting. Um, of of his latter day movies, uh, it's troubling, but I really liked Tideland. Okay. Uh, also real dark and uh, you know some fantasy elements in there, but but mostly just real dark and depressing, and at times very disturbing. Gotcha. Uh, starring Jeff Bridges' corpse. Okay, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the only, you know, other than like Monty Python stuff, uh, only Terry Gilliam movies that I've seen are Brazil and uh, Fear and Loathing. So uh, uh, not a lot of familiarity with most of his stuff. I don't care for Brazil, uh, but I recognize it for what it is. <laughs> Uh, I see it as an achievement and and an early young Terry Gilliam fulfilling a passion project. <laughs> uh, I do really like Fear and Loathing. Um, I, have you not ever seen Twelve Monkeys? 
Oh, I forgot he did 12 Monkeys. Yeah. I love 12 Monkeys. 12 Monkeys is great. <laughs> um, you know, Brothers Grimm is uh, not a good movie, but it's f- enjoyable. All right. Uh, him, that's him basically just taking on a studio movie and just making it, you know? <laughs> nice. All yeah. right. Uh, I have not seen, I think Zero Theorem was the last movie he made before this one. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Christoph Waltz. Uh, so I, I don't know anything about that one. I've not heard great things about it, but I've also heard a lot of people say Thailand is not good either, but again, not enjoyable, but good. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, white God. <laughs> white God, exactly. <laughs> oh, the man who killed Don Quixote. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm curious now that he has fulfilled this dream, what is Terry Gilliam going to do next? Right. You know, does he just retire or does he, you know, try something else now? Yeah, I'm sure there's there's another another passion project. That he's been noodling. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's been fully canceled, but I, I think he has some some not great viewpoints uh, that he's uh, let out over the last few years. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. No one. No one. No one really gets canceled. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. I I do remember. I don't remember specifically what it was, but I I know that there has been some. Some problematic things that he said, yeah, in the past, maybe about me too. I don't remember. Probably, yeah. So, yeah. Eh. Oh well. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we just have to accept it in varying degrees. I don't know. I don't know. Twelve Monkeys is still good. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, his yeah his past movies are there. There are some great ones there. Ah, uh, all right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what's 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 better for you this week? <laughs> so I had a really good one from last week, and I've got one from this week, too. Uh, Excellent. Just, just, so I've got two weeks worth built up. Nice. Uh, I'll go I'll start with the, my joy for this particular week, uh, is that I have uh, been reading the entire uh, Invincible series. Right. Um, which... Uh, I had read up until like issue 50 or so uh, when, when it, it was initially coming coming out. And then uh, much like every other comic I've ever bought or read in the last 20 years, I just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> N- nothing, you know, to, to say about the quality of it. I just, you know, stopped reading. <laughs> sure. You know. Uh, it happens. Yeah. Just because uh, wh- while I still buy comics, you know, every week, every month. Uh, I just stopped reading them because it became too much. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, with the the animated series out, I decided, you know what? I am going to catch up on Invincible and finish it. Uh, and I finished it today. Oh, wow. And it's great. <laughs> nice. Uh, it just takes so many turns. Uh, and it is, you know, pretty much just the, the, uh, I don't want to say this and, and make it sound bad, but <laughs> it's <laughs> the superhero equivalent of Cerebus. 
okay, all right. You know, it just follows the life of this character. Sure. Uh, and tells, you know, essentially one complete story. Uh, and, and in the last, God, 50 issues of it, takes some real weird turns that just come out of nowhere and okay. really makes it an exceptional superhero book nice uh and i i really really enjoyed uh the the last handful of issues and it it uh stuck the landing at the at the end that's awesome congratulations yeah. for having finished it yeah i feel good about that congratulations yeah, that... to robert kirkman and ryan otley for finishing it uh seven years ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah because that went for 170 odd issues uh, 44 144 144 okay yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of Walking Dead ran for longer. I don't remember. I think that went 193. Okay. And that is one I don't have any desire to revisit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, maybe the only... Or no, I guess I've, I've read other Robert Kirkman stuff, but that was the first thing that I of his that I read was some of The Walking Dead. Mm. And I just couldn't get into it. So I... I've, sort of, I've sort of had an aversion uh, ever since then. I've, I've been reading Firepower, but I feel like it's boring which is a shame because i love chris somni right but yeah uh, maybe i'll maybe i'll give uh, invincible a try it you know uh it, it reads great in chunks i, I can tell nice. you that yeah all right um you know and as for walking dead i read it up to like issue 100 and then just stopped it was, it was <laughs> basically right around the time the negan character was introduced gotcha yeah that's when we stopped watching the tv show oh weird yeah <laughs> uh, uh what about what about last week last week's uh so ooh, the first time that i watched uh, the man who killed don quixote uh afterwards like it was still fairly early and I was uh, surfing around on, on the Twitters and whatnot, and, and I found somebody recommending a movie uh, that was, was disappearing from Amazon Prime that night. Uh, and, and I had seen it pop up quite a bit. Uh, I, I will say that uh, I, I should not have rushed to watch it because uh, it is available still on Hulu as well. Okay. Uh but via Prime, it was going to become exclusive only to the Stars Network, I believe. Okay. Or Epics, one of those things. One of those streaming services that uh, apparently exist. One of those nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but I watched this movie. And it, you know, maybe in retrospect, having watched it after uh, Don Quixote, uh, you know, it also soured my view on Don Quixote a little more. <laughs> Because this movie was damn near perfect. Uh, it is called Spontaneous. Okay. Uh, doesn't really have any major actors in it. Uh, Rob Hubel is in it. In All right. a slightly dramatic role. Uh, but, but also a very small role. Uh, it is... It is a romantic dramedy. Um about teenagers uh, whose classmates uh, just start exploding randomly. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, like, you know, the first two minutes of this movie uh, features just a student in class exploding. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Like you do. Yeah. 
And then it just becomes uh, an epidemic of uh, high school students uh, exploding throughout the movie. Interesting. Uh, as as people try to, uh, uh, you know, figure out why and how to prevent it from happening. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, at the heart of it is the story of these two kids who wind up, uh, falling in love with each other. And it is one of the most endearing, heartfelt, and heartbreaking movies that I've ever watched that also is just, uh, darkly hilarious. All right. <laughs> uh, and I cried so much in this movie <laughs> about exploding teenagers <laughs> oh no <laughs> interesting yeah. all right i could not recommend it enough nice it is it is i i don't believe that there is a such thing as a perfect movie uh and i will say like the ending of this one like, there's a monologue at the end which just uh, is sort of just like, hey, hey, here's the point of this movie. Here it is. Yeah. 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 Other than that, <laughs> fucking great. Maybe the real explosion was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> no, that sounds great. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. <laughs> Uh, and as far as I know, cancer is not a subplot at all in it. <laughs> Excellent. Thank yeah. God. <laughs> Good to know. Or not a, not even a subplot, a throwaway line or anything here. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but you will see a lot of people just get real bloody. <laughs> I'm okay with that. All right. <laughs> uh, what about you, sir? Uh, let's see. I, I have two two things as well. Uh, one that started last week that has carried over into this week. Uh, I got the bug to re-listen to all of you talking you two to me. (laughs) The, uh, Adam Scott Ackerman podcast, uh, dedicated to the lovable lads from Liverpool, you two. (laughs) What are their names again? (laughs) Their names are, uh, Bonobos. (laughs) Uh, let's see, you got Fedge, uh, Adam, uh, Clay, 2,000 pounds, uh, and Larry Mullen Sr.'s son. Those are the members of you 2 Thank you for refreshing my mind about that. My pleasure. <laughs> uh, it, it has been, it has been just a joy. Like, you know, I, it, it, it's also hard to believe that that podcast is, uh, like eight years old at this point. Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's still funny. It holds up real well. So yeah, that's, that was, that was my thing for last week. Uh, and I'm still listening to it this week. Excellent. So, uh, and then my other thing for this week is I got a haircut. (laughs) The, the first, the first time I've uh, been able to get my haircut, uh, by a person other than myself with clippers. Right. Uh, in over a year. How'd that go for uh, you? It it felt great. (laughs) Honestly. Uh, are you still masking it up out there? I am, yes. Oh, okay, yeah, that's good. Definitely. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I've been to, been to a couple stores where, uh, they don't require them anymore. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, 
people are still wearing them, but then I'll see people without them every now and then, and it's it still feels weird to me. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna stick with it for a while, probably. Yeah, uh, I'd like to. Uh, the 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 church is voting to uh, remove all the mandates uh, sometime this week. Uh, the the daycare across the hall have they they've stopped wearing masks entirely uh, for like two weeks now. Uh, and every store that I have gone into in the last five days, I have not seen a single person wearing a mask anymore. Good Lord. Yep. Uh, Ohio. Yep. <laughs> well, I get it. I mean, they don't want to become magnetized. Well, sure. So, whereas I would welcome magnetic powers. Right. I don't know who wouldn't want to be Magneto. <laughs> I do. He made a whole planet. Right? I know. <laughs> Spoilers. What the fuck is the X-Men even about anymore? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> like, it was neat. It was a neat comic. But I don't know what you do with that now. <laughs> like, where do they go from here? When, when, yeah. when John Hickman finally, like, you know, unclenches... <laughs> What do they do now? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, you got a movie? <laughs> I do have. I, I have. Uh, I have a couple movies. Okay. <laughs> oh, which one do I want to pick? Uh, I'm gonna stick with a movie with a long title. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this movie, uh, don't know a ton about it. I believe, uh, it's a Yorgos Lanthimos movie. Oh, Vito. Oh no. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care what it is. I am not watching it. Okay. All Uh, right. Actually do tell me what it is though. Cause now I'm curious. Uh, I think he did this movie anyway. I'm not sure. The Killing of a Sacred Deer. Oh, double Vito. I have seen it. Okay, and you didn't care for it? Ooh, fuck no. I hated that movie to my core. Okay, good to know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just no. gonna, gonna, gonna uh, cross Enjoy that it off. on your own. <laughs> I, I'm I have, sorry. No, that's okay. I have seen, uh, I've seen The Lobster. Okay. Uh, which is real weird. Yeah. Uh, and I've seen The Favorite, which I actually really loved. Uh, so I saw well, I saw this one, and I believe he did Dogtooth as well. Okay, I haven't seen that uh, one, which uh, I also hated quite a lot. So all right, good to know. <laughs> so so the combo of those two, but but Killing of the Sacred Deer, just uh, whoo boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm gonna swing in a completely different direction then. Okay then. Uh, this is an animated movie. Okay. Also uh, by the, Yorgos Lanthimos. Also by Yorgos Lanthimos, yes. <laughs> it's actually the animated adaptation of The Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> now this is, uh, I, I've seen a few people talk about it and say that it's good. Uh, it's called The Mitchells versus The Machines. Okay. And I believe it's on Netflix. Yes, yes it is. I will not veto this one. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, well, that sounds great. Yeah, and again, uh, a long title, so we're we're keeping with it. Yeah, it's it's a little we're getting shorter. Yeah, and you're right. It's I mean, it's five words if you include the the definite articles and the verses. <laughs> it's true, which I do. <laughs> well, you should. And you know what? Microsoft Word doesn't differentiate. It counts all the words. <laughs> That's right. And that's what matters. <laughs> right. You're a journalist. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, so the missiles versus the machines or, or something similar to that. Yeah, I'll, I'll text it to you. <laughs> okay. No, I remember it. I, okay. I, I've, uh, I've actually heard a lot of good things about this. So Excellent. Uh, yeah, so I am down for that and we will do that next week. Sounds good. Talk to you then. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to The View Masters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The View Masters. Yeah.